0: Hi, everyone. And uh, welcome back to Let's Unpack That. Live-ish Instagram TV. We're innovative. We're cutting edge. um,
1: Mm -hmm. Clearly, I'm not because um, if you are watching this, you can see the quality of my camera on my um, work laptop, which is a POS. So
0: you look very much like one of those like cam models from like, you know,
1: from like Oh, yes or like we could take it down a step and say um what's that um what was that thing when you would like log in and you would face um video chat random people
0: oh like, chat, roulette. chat welcome, roulette welcome to that let them pack that chat roulette
1: is that a thing still
0: i think it is still i a think thing. it is I, yeah i've seen it with like um like different like influencers will go on it and they'll like kind people of like, like freak people. out yeah yeah it's like a very odd thing. I don't totally get it. But um hi everyone. Thank you so much for listening. So um if you're wondering why um Andrew and Erica aren't here, it's Nobody because was. Kirk, Kirk and I decided to impeach them today. Um in 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 honor of Donald Trump's second impeachment, we decided to impeach two of our podcasts. So, so um, we are recording this at 10 p.m. on Wednesday, January 20, or January 13th. Um, no, we're not in the 20s yet because Joe Biden would be president. Um, shortly after um, the second impeachment of Donald John Trump, although this one was for um, incitement for insurrection. So um, a bunch of you have submitted questions and we just thought it would be fun to try and do this in a video format. But if you're watching this video and you're like, I can't stand the look of either of your faces, you can listen in the normal audio format as well so we're just trying out something a little bit differently trying out a little bit of a different medium um and kirk is here with us so kirk uh thank you for joining us happy to have you yes. back on oh, let's unpack that now um any thoughts as to what happened today
1: um i guess i mean it wasn't shocking like we knew this would happen right yeah. like the, i mean he was gonna get impeached in the house um but i think it was like a pleasant day for the most part um based upon the last six days um I'm actually I was actually thinking on like a serious note like that nothing thank god obviously nothing happened today but I was like what the hell if something like happens today again because they try and stop this from happening I don't know like um I know which I'm surprised I'm super, I'm sure they had I mean they, we know they had crazy if you see all the pictures everyone I'm sure you've seen on instagram and everywhere of um the troops literal troops it laying in the um in the buildings and and protecting everyone which is just kind of crazy that we're deploying our own troops in our own country, to our own country to defend ourselves from our own country. Right. And <laughs> so, like
0: also five days too late after six
1: people had well killed. yeah, obviously. <laughs> but it is crazy. But um but yeah I think I, I don't know. I feel I feel I'm gonna actually was I was bitching I know a bunch to you guys and I think a lot of my other group chats with my friends about like um we'll talk, we'll unpack all of that obviously about what the day, how the day unfolded. But like, I, I'm i gonna stay hopeful one of my friends is like, let's stay positive and hopeful, even though it's not like it went right to the Senate right now and he's getting impeached or convicted tonight. Um, but stay hopeful and, and think of reasons why, but I just immediately go to something negative, um, which again, we'll talk about, but um, I am trying to stay hopeful and think that this is a good thing. And hopefully the next good thing will happen after.
0: Yeah, I think so too. I, I had a similar reaction, like I think, Um, you know, while I was working today, I had like, you know, C-SPAN up in the background. And like, every time I saw like someone getting a little bit riled up, I would unmute and just be like, what is Marjorie saying you know like what we can't uh you know miss censorship herself like what her
1: tweet tweet. we have to talk about her tweet we uh... have to talk about we have to talk about her tweet
0: um and like there's there's just so much to talk about right now and there's so much done back right now but there was so much I I find kind of like like good affirmation in what happened today um you know if you're if you're watching this and you haven't been paying attention to anything else Donald Trump was impeached for a second time and 10 Republican House representatives Joined in, and that's more than happened last time. Last time, that wasn't my
1: question. Do we, yeah, do we know how many?
0: Yeah, I think it was five last time, or or it was, it was five. No, no, I'm sorry, it was five when Clinton was impeached, but last time it was only one, and the one was Mitt Romney. So, um, and again, they trash Mitt Romney, they don't view him as part of their party anyway. I'm sure in four years. Mitt Romney, if he's still in politics, will absolutely be a member of the Democratic Party, because that's just where we are right now. But you know, it's the biggest margin, um, bipartisan margin of impeachment ever. Um, I saw that I think on CNN and the New York Times. And I didn't really know that I just kind of thought that when other presidents had been impeached by the house that like, it was not necessarily a uniform thing. um, But that it was just kind of a, a, maybe a little bit more agreed upon because the actions were like fairly obvious. And so people, there was no denying it. But for something like today, where the like the actions of last week were so incredibly obvious and all you have to do is watch a mirror of his speech and watch a mirror of what happened um, in the Capitol. I mean, everything that he was asking those terrorists to do, they were also doing. So it's it is like I found today kind of affirming in that sense of like, it's not that there's necessarily still good in the world, but this is the widest margin for an impeachment. This is truly a bipartisan impeachment, even though there's so much dissension among the Republicans in, in the House. But overall, right. I think it's like a, a good thing that we could not have done if millions and millions of people did not vote to keep the House this year. And then again in 2018 and what we all hope we do in 2022. So for that reason, like this conversation, we wouldn't even be able to talk today if, if right. we hadn't had so much Organization and and so much you know, collaboration between the grassroots organizations, the candidates themselves, the others sort of just like nonpartisan get out the vote organizations. Like this would not even be a conversation of us reacting to impeachment. And I so I, for your, the same reasons that you're saying, I I feel good about it. Yeah. Um. But we did get some questions. Um. But before we get some questions, I did want to kind of spend a second to talk about Joe Biden and what Joe Biden said um, in response to this, because I think everybody knows that Joe Biden is like pretty skittish on impeachment as a whole. Um, That's not something that I think he believes is is the type of like unifying message um, that that, you know, he campaigned on Republicans are obviously latching on to that calling out his BS for unification. But I mean, like, I truly believe that Joe Biden was like, I, this is not an abuse of power. I'm not the president yet. Guys just like do what you will do. And then I will join afterwards. Um, But, you know, he, he said in response to the house vote, uh, like to impeach and hold the president accountable, a bipartisan vote cast by members who followed the constitution and their conscience. Um, Obviously he is thinking about the the cabinets, the, the cabinet appointments that he needs to get confirmed through the Senate within the next week or so, um, and obviously he's thinking about COVID relief, all the economic relief that we need. Um, but he also said that this nation remains in the grip of a deadly virus and a reeling economy. I hope that the Senate leadership will find a way to deal with their constitutional responsibilities on impeachment while also working on the urgent other business of this nation. And I appreciate that because in, in my mind, I hate the fact that our our legislators can't handle more than one thing at one time. You know, like why? Why is that a thing? I understand that impeachment takes precedent over everything else, right? Like that—that that makes sense. But like, why are we never attacking multiple bills at the same time, or or maybe the bigger bills? We're never attacking some of the bigger bills at the same time.
1: And also, I think you put up a or not put up. You brought up a good point today about it too. Was I think. Um, there's there's what we know is happening and then there's like what is happening i think sometimes in in the government so it's like maybe they are doing other stuff but at the end of the day sometimes like the media only follows one thing at a time so, which is what you said so i think that that's also a good point too so even if in yeah um yeah. even if if they're if they are kind of sort of other you know teams are taking on other things however it's happening to to get other things to the floor um it's only focusing on one thing and something like this obviously is something that's going to eat up everything so um it's maybe not other things are happening but it's a good point it is it is but i think that's also when we'll get to it we talk about i think mcconnell's response but um getting to when this actually will hit the senate and it's the same kind of conversation obviously this will be after he's president biden is president but um is this going to take a suck up time with for other things that could be happening in his first right right and so is he just like guys
0: please hurry up and like he doesn't want to drag this out you know yeah but I have to think that Republicans don't necessarily want to drag it out either. Like that's my initial thought, but also will they want to drag it out because then again, impede progress. Like there's, there's so many ways to handle this thing. I would say like politically, but also the, the right thing to do. Like there was, there was so much grandstanding today about how fast this is happening and due process. I mean, number one, we can all point out the hypocrisy of Amy Coney Barrett being pushed through a week before the election, like literally before Ruth Bader Ginsburg was in the ground, but also, you know, two, it's like, like, the, we should expect our government to move quickly, especially yeah. when the threat is so high. Months ago, the FBI saying that white supremacy and domestic terrorism is the greatest threat to, to the United States. We just saw major proof of that. Um, <laughs> and it was literally filmed and streamed live by the terrorists themselves. And so, you know, to me, like, I I view these things. And when I think about these things, I'm like, I don't understand why people are saying like, we're not acting fast enough. It's like, we, we don't have like we don't have time. You know, like Airbnb is canceling all bookings in the d c metro area right now for the next week because they're terrified of yeah. what will happen if these people are allowed into their city. and to, to me, it's it, like just this this whole, mess that we're in i i i'd say we should expect our government to move quickly you know due process of course you know with witness testimony of course but i don't think that this is something that we really need to drag out
1: because all of us it's apparent. what's well, apparent. Apparent. the thing it's um, like if he had gone what did he what was his famous line during the, the um during the campaign, his first campaign was um, if he, he um, down Fifth, he could shoot someone on Fifth Avenue and get away with it. <laughs> I think this is like quite literally an example of that. I mean, if I don't he, know if he, he just hired other there, people to like, shoot
0: people on right, Pennsylvania right Like camp. I don't, like I
1: honestly do wonder if he did shoot someone himself on. It's not funny, but on it's just so ridiculous on um, last Wednesday. Um, if he did, like, would we, would it be the same thing? Like, I don't, honestly, I don't know. Would it be like, we have to impeach him and then we have to impeach him again? Like, it's pretty fucking clear what happened here. Right, um, or would there, there there's be this,
0: like, massive conspiracy theory about self-defense and somebody, like, entered the right. Oval Office
1: while he was, you know, but I think he the was course? Like, like, uh, like, I I do hopefully think at the end of the day, this will be something he's convicted of, but it is kind of, I thought about the today. I was like, he, he said he could do this. He got away with it. Like, he's not, honestly not wrong, like, to be quite honest. So, um I think that it is, it, 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 it's just, I don't know what I'm saying, it's just so fucked up.
0: Yeah, completely. Well, the number one question that we got is exactly, I think, what you were alluding to. Um, yeah. And I'll pull out Kathleen's question, who's been actually a guest on this podcast before. She said, will Mitch McConnell agree to impeachment? Luckily, we already know the answer to a lot of this right now. So um, um, we, I'll we put think that we question- know. We think we know the answer, but- We uh, know, but we know. But we know. We're, we're, right, yeah, we know, but we don't know. So Kirk, I don't know if you have um, an initial kind Yeah,
1: of I he was going to read, um, I pulled out a little bit of his- um, so he so to Paul's point, he said before today that he was last night. This week has been I don't even know. I think was he the night before last? It was literally
0: last night. Yeah,
1: he, he said he would. He was now down with impeachment essentially. He would say that, but that's what he said. Um, and then that gave a lot of people hope, thinking, okay, so if tomorrow goes well, they're going to quickly get it there, they're going to get it done. And, and, and then today came out, not singing a different tune, but kind of, um, it was a little bit different. He basically, what a snippet of what he said was, given the rules, procedures, and Senate precedents that govern presidential impeachment trials, there is simply no chance that a fair or serious trial could conclude before President-elect Biden is sworn in next week. And then I think he gave some examples of the three or four that have happened and um, the time limits. And I think the, the, the quickest was 21 days. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, to Paul's point earlier, like, is why can't this, be, just because of the urgency, why can't things happen quickly? And I think a lot of people are asking that. Um, so I get it, but I do, I, I so my thought on this, and where I'm trying to stay positive, because at first, I think we we're all kind of upset by this, is one of my friends said to me, you know, think about it in this way. Um, I don't know what, Bi- you read what Biden had said, but maybe, maybe Biden had said, you know, let's just pause it and worry, but not worry about this, but prick it up when, when we're back um, after the inauguration and figure out you know, affirm my cap, um, confirm my, um, you know, assignments, all that kind of stuff to get it done to your point. So maybe he is, maybe it's like, oh, he's agreeing with the new president. He's trying to comply and then they'll handle it. Then, um, my worry is that they handle it then. And then he's singing a different tune at that point. So it was like, kind of like strike the iron where it's hot, hot type of thing is like, why not? He said it, let's do it. Let's get, and also his, his, him saying that I think brought up, it was like four or five people at least or so in the Senate that were like, I, I agree. Like, I hope that people still are doing that in the next week as opposed yeah, to then yeah. going back and retreating and and back in their tortoise shells um and, and acting like they don't agree with that. So I think I think you need to need to keep the momentum because we need how many 16 or 15 Senate Republicans I, to I
0: think 17 is so what we're saying is safe. Yeah.
1: We have to get that. So like um even with the the Democrats controlling the Senate we still need that. Mm-hmm. Um so it might be easier actually now than it would have been just because we have the control but we still need those those people to to agree. So I hope that that just continues. Um, my other concern, which I mentioned before, was just the same thing that we we're saying. Even if they focused on it now, is that would that take away energy from the other important things that need to happen in basically this transition of power? Or so would that same thing happen? in January, 20, January 21st or 20th, and then they go about this, will it take away from other things that we want to get done on the first day? And not we, but that, that President Biden wants to get done on the first day, um, because those are important. And those are things that like, unfortunately for the Democrats and his reputation get looked upon. So it's like when it comes to 2022 and those elections, like can Mitch McConnell be like, oh, look, they spent seven weeks on impeaching Donald Trump. It's not gonna happen in a day. I really don't think it's gonna happen in a day. So it's like, are they gonna freak out about that and then use that as ammunition to? get more to turn seats over so i think there's that um downside to it but um hopefully at the end of the day i think at the end of the day i think McConnell, i think he will they will do it and but it will take longer and mm-hmm. it'll be all the press talks about so the first 100 days of of his presidency is still about donald trump and yeah. then mcconnell at the end of the day they'll convict him and then he'd be like he's not our problem anymore but look at the democrats did; they're so obsessed and yeah. so I hope that isn't what it happens. Um, but I think that's the one fear I have. But um, you're but right. I, I, yeah,
0: you're. I was gonna say you're right, and that's a narrative that they've been spinning since Trump took office. Is that these people the whole four years believe, has been about Donald Trump? Yeah, right. It's Democrats couldn't believe that this guy got the nomination. Well, they couldn't believe he was running. They couldn't believe he got the nomination. They all laughed it off. Then they couldn't believe that he could potentially beat Hillary Clinton, and then they were so shocked when he did that they just went into this like. Massive mode of like get him out, get him out, get him out. And that they were like laser focused on that. Like, I think there's an element of truth to that to give yeah. to give credit to the dem to the Republicans in some aspect. But I also think like <laughs> Donald Trump was openly committing crimes for four years while he was in the office. It was, okay. so it was their it idea was... To, to get him out was not necessarily one that didn't come without reason. And I think that what like what you said, I think is really important. I know we're gonna get into that a little bit more too. Of you can see the ads forming now. You can see the ticker of days where the Senate trial is going on. Mm -hmm. And you could say 21 days without $2,000 checks for Americans. You know, you can see kind of all of these things happen. And that's why I think I said to you uh, that I was like, I'm I'm just glad we have a week in between when this happened and when Joe Biden becomes president, because maybe he'll be able to kind of announce a strategy. He's been hosting these awesome transition meetings. Maybe he can kind of share how he thinks they should handle it, um, you know, or how they're going to handle it and prioritize things. Because I think yeah. if you if you were to say that Donald Trump is um, inciting violence and that's a grave threat to democracy, but that's not the first thing you handle when you get into office. That seems like you're just kind of spinning political BS versus like, you know, if you say like, listen, all of these things are important, but impeachment and holding these people accountable is the most important, we're gonna do this, And then we'll vote on your checks like I don't I don't know if there's a way around that type of stuff. So I think we'll we'll kind of see how it happens. But once the House passes the articles of impeachment to the Senate like they have to vote on that first. I mean, to me, or or else it seems like they're they're doing exactly what the Republicans say they're doing is that like this whole thing's a sham. And it's not a sham. Like we, again, we all saw what happened. We know it's what- It's kind of Alex a, I mean, it's like,
1: was. it's a yeah. lose-lose with some people I think is the issue. But yeah, yeah. I think, but um, uh, yeah, I just worry about the attention of- the senators and the attention the attention span of the senators that we have to worry about for the next week, like flip-flopping, or the attention span of American people being like, uh, like Well, he's has gone. Donald Trump. Or right. or they're like, where is my money? Cause that's important. And like, mm-hmm. and, but also the same time to your point, you don't want to be like, Oh, well we, the impeachment is important, but we got to hold it off because then it's like, is it real? Like, so right, I, I think right. it, he, now he's out of office. It, it was all a show. Um, and that would look terrible, know. and and it would be
0: terrible, in my opinion. I mean, we saw people invade the Capitol, like not holding the person accountable who incited that riot. That is, and that's that's
1: terrible. like the biggest thing to me is that there's yeah. a lot of things we'll get into about like why it's important that he is to be impeached, but like, we're um, convicted. I think is is the one big one to me is just accountability. Like, I think, it's, and one somebody said it. One of the um, someone said it um, in the House about how you know that's just. You, it that's the if you want to talk about upholding democracy, like that's that's up that is like you need mm. to hold people accountable of actions like this. So um at the bare minimum, I think that's great. Um and to have the convictions to do that. But um I think there's obviously like a lot of other stuff that is important that it that we can get out of um impeaching him or convicting him.
0: Yeah, agreed. So I think the next question that we got from Triple Letter Score, which I love the Scrabble reference, let me just say, um, uh, so uh, is what's the impeachment process? So just to kind of like lay it out for everyone, and I'll try to do a graphic on this. Um, So Monday obviously was the first part where the House Democrats unveiled the article of impeachment, where that said, this is what we are charging him with. That was the incitement to insurrection. Tuesday, the House put pressure on Mike Pence, telling him to invoke the 25th amendment obviously we all know that mike pence said no to that and like half the cabinet resigned anyway so i don't even know what people were left to potentially have like voted who would again. vote so about, they be, i literally they, don't know
1: i mean the, the cabinet i wonder like half staffed
0: anyway so i wonder
1: if they would he would have like appointed people quickly. To be <laughs> right,
0: honest, well, he would have had to get them confirmed. I think I don't know. Oh shit! Right?
1: Yeah. It was. It would have never. It was or, never gonna happen.
0: Or does he not need to get them confirmed because the position's already been filled? I have no idea. So, but Tuesday, obviously, Mike Pence said no, which is not necessarily surprising. So Wednesday, obviously, today, that's when the first hearings and the dialogue began. That's why you heard so many people speak today. You know, if you were watching C-SPAN, it was like thirty seconds, thirty seconds, thirty seconds. They pick people you know, who, number one, like, feel pretty strongly and passionate about impeachment. Right. They pick people who represent their party. That's why you have the more conservative House representative speaking. You also have the more liberal House representative right. speaking on the Democratic side. I mean, you know, you see everybody from Cory Bush all the way through to the most moderate members. Um, so, you know, that's why you kind of see that diversity in in dialogue. And then obviously, today, it was 232. 197 trump was impeached and it was also one of the things i was reading is that it was also their gravest charge ever like incitement to insurrection is the the most damning impeachment that has ever come through i think makes uh, sense with bill right i mean (laughs) like it does make sense but i guess it's just like. It, 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 I I continue like when we always when we record our podcast and always when I'm talking with people it's like I just cannot believe that I'm living through history you know yeah, that's mean? a
1: good point Like because I think of impeachment even like like I really like, you know, I think you're about to say it, like I, you, I compare it to like Bill Clinton's was the most like famous or recent famous to me right. but I'm like that was so crazy but then I like think about what happened and don't get me wrong I'm not here being like Bill Clinton was, Bill Clinton was amazing and didn't deserve to be impeached. No, that's what I'm about no. to say but like yeah. what that is yeah it's just like so unimportant i'm sorry compared to what this is and it's <laughs> yeah, like yeah. Not unimportant but it's so different wildly different and and the yeah. the, the what was going to like there was no there was there wasn't a terrorist attack going to happen with or without that happening this this is that's why this is crazy to me but in my head it's such a huge it's i don't i think of it because i didn't live through it that it was this huge like so bad mm-hmm. um so i think to your point like living through this it's like oh like it's it, it's it, i just think of all other impeachments that i've learned about and they're so bad that i forget like no this is actually worse
0: Right. And that's the thing is like the things that we learned, especially, you know, for those of you guys who are, are meeting Kirk and I for the first time or meeting Kirk for the first time, like Kirk and I grew up together in a very kind of like, I would say it was like Republican conservative area. We both went to Catholic school and now it's, it's one of the most liberal areas in Pennsylvania next to Philadelphia and Pittsburgh. Although honestly, like it, it might vote more Democrat than Pittsburgh at this point. Um, you know, so just like, so, so even for some perspective, like Bill Clinton and, and you know, like sexual misconduct. And if there was sexual harassment, which I'm not positive was ever proven, I think Bill Clinton still denies it to this day. Um, and I, I believe the the woman who asserted that still says that she believes it to be true as well. Like sexual misconduct just felt like, you know, for us, I remember growing up, it was Huge. like, well, Bill Clinton, he's disgusting. He's, you know, violating his relationship. And Hillary's a criminal for standing by him. And, you know, like this is just, you know, absolutely horrible and despicable. But then these are the same people, the same Republican senators, the same Republican House representatives, some of the same voters that Kirk and I knew growing up. I mean, they're the same people who heard about the grab them by the pussy tapes and were totally fine with it, that that was locker room talk. But, you know, Bill Clinton having relationships with women, whether there was sexual harassment or not, we don't know, like the one relationship we do know about, it's like, was that impeachable compared to like what this is? It's like, I thought you guys were the party who, you know, freaked out over sexual misconduct and infidelity and, you know, not poor Hillary Clinton because she's defending her husband and like, it, like the whole thing is so convoluted. But when you think about this, it's like, yeah, the president incited. An insurrection where people thought, legitimately thought, they could overthrow the government. Like they thought that they were going to charge into the Capitol and what force those people to vote one way for the Electoral College. Like where were we? You know what I mean? Like in what world did they think that that was going to happen? That they could hold the country hostage? It's not a bunch of just. Idiots who climbed a couple of walls and charged into a building. Like there was a real motive here of things that were planned, um, you know. And and that's one of those things that I think is is so odd. So so that's a long way of saying the process for impeachment will continue into the Senate as we just talked about. But that's why we don't know how long this thing is going to be. You know, which is the next question from from uh, Jesse Ray. Uh, she she said, "How long is this going to take?" And like I think we've already said, that like, we don't know how long. It is the gravest charge ever. It's also the most obvious one ever. There's there's still gonna be he said, she said, um, they said, but it's it's not like it's it's not this like, what is this witness gonna say? What is this witness going to say? What is this witness? Like, who's gonna sit there and defend Trump when his public statements are out there in videos saying, I love you, you're very special. Um, You know, we're gonna march down the street and I'm gonna be watching and I'm gonna be cheering you on. Rudy Giuliani saying it's time to fight. Like all of these things go through levels of approval and organization and it within the rally. So like, it's just interesting. I don't know that we know what the exact process is going to look like, but, and I don't think we'll know exactly how long it's going to take. I don't know, Kirk, if you have any kind of thoughts on that, but I'm curious. Yeah.
1: No, I don't have any thoughts on the the time taking. I think we kind of whatever that I think it could go long. It could go quick. It could go. It's great that in the house, it can go quick. Like today, the fact that it went in a day is mm-hmm. it's great. Um, granted because I think we had, you know, the majority of, of the house, um, not majority of all the Democrats voting for it and the other Republicans that did. But um, I think that, yeah, I think it's very apparent. My only concern is not only conservative, one of my concerns is that the way he's acting now and the videos he's putting out now, and how wildly that they're they're like anything we've never seen. Like they're scary, and they're <laughs> right. and they're not scary. They're not scary. I mean, they're not literally right. scary. They're like quite obvious. They're very boring, actually. I could barely made through one, but they are scary because like who is this guy? Like it's so clearly he didn't write any of this. Um, when well, he's was, speaking, he's yeah. It was also amazing to see him addressing us from the Oval Office. Like yeah, he addressed the nation. Like he hasn't really ever done that. Like he addresses When his was people. the last
0: time we saw that?
1: Like that image
0: to me was shocking. Yeah. And he looked presidential just because of where he was sitting and it wasn't his stupid face on the little icon within Twitter, you know, where he was like sending off tweets in all caps. I just looked and I was like, oh yeah, Donald Trump is the president. You know, like, I was like, it just, it was like one of those weird moments where I was like, we haven't yeah. seen this stuff before. Sorry, yeah, I know up to you. It. I'm just. No, no,
1: was, no, I, I agree that 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 part of the visual is scary too, um, mm-hmm. But anyway, for those who haven't seen it, I would go well, go watch them, I guess. But um, the one he gave, I'm saying after last week, when I don't know what day it was, it wasn't immediate, oh, obviously. Yeah. The one and not the one on the lawn. Like that was obviously where he said, I love you and you're special. While, while they were still inside the Capitol. Mm-hmm. Um, but the other ones where he's being this more like, I, I condone it. I think all of that is is this game of like, I think what Republicans who are not going to, who want to have evidence of the opposite to oppose, um, are going to use to be like, look, he didn't, he's, he's denying, he's not denying it. He's saying the, the, um, violence is bad. He always is. He always has said violence is bad. That's been his whole thing. And like Melania's statement is violence is bad. And the kids have said violence. Some of the kids have said violence is bad. So it's like, I think that they'll use that. Um, I don't think it's enough obviously, but I'm saying that that's why my friend was like, why do you think he's doing this what is the point of this? And I was like, I think he doesn't want to be convicted. <laughs> like, <that's, laughs> and I think the Republicans and the whole team doesn't want this. Whole, they want to be able to be like, okay, like it, it was bad, but like he really, it wasn't him. I just can't believe. And I, and I, and I just keep thinking this in my head. If um, I'll say Joe Biden, because of any democratic president, but if Barack Obama had how a rally and the rallies, first of all, it would never even happen. It, I mean, not, even if he wanted to, ha- I don't think it would happen, but I, even if he wanted it to happen, but he would, it wouldn't like get that far. The streets would be stacked with with um, well, I guess not because he's the president, but whatever. There would be it would would not be that. But um, I'm thinking Donald Trump is the president too, and like he would have combat or something. (laughs) Right? Yeah, that's all we need. I know that's all this country needs. Two fucking presidents. Presidents. (laughs) Barack Obama is president, and he says, "I don't believe this election was fair. I believe I won. I'm having a rally. I want everyone to come. My whole family is going to speak. Everyone's going to stop the steal." and we're gonna stop the seal. and then I'm gonna say go up the Capitol. Could you fucking imagine this? Would be done. He would have could been you, out. Could out you of imagine that. Malia? Could you imagine Malia? Well, I or also like can't really Sasha? imagine. Like, I hope, I hope most even like if if we're saying the people that were there were the radical Republicans, which I mean I don't I think there are Republicans there that are fucking just Republicans, to be quite honest, but that's just my opinion. But um if radical left Antifa, if no, but if radical left this people I don't think they would go to that. Like, I don't think I would go to, I mean, I don't, I know, I I know I wouldn't go to that. I'm just going to wise, I don't think, but I don't think like uh, his supporters would do that. I think it just, it's a different type of supporter. But um, anyway, my point of it is saying that there there would not be all these questions. There would not be, I don't think the Democrats would be fighting it like this. I think they'd be like, okay, no, like, I hope, I hope that they would not be finding it like this. That's, majority of them. I, I said the same thing. Like I
0: would. Number one, like I hope I'm not that easily influenced by I the do. Democratic Party. Like I, you know, number two, I feel like even in 2016, we had a multi-year investigation about Russian interference in the election on behalf of Donald Trump. At no point did I think okay, um, I'm going to go to a rally and protest this. I certainly wasn't happy with the fact that he was president. I certainly wasn't happy with the fact that um, Russia was involved in meddling with our elections, I certainly wasn't happy with the fact that, you know, Vladimir Putin chose to endorse Donald Trump. Like, but I also thought if this is truly what happened and people got manipulated on Facebook and all these other social media sites to believe Donald Trump and vote for him, then we need to figure out a way to fight this, fight this misinformation. And and to me, it wasn't let's storm the Capitol. I, again, and, and I consider myself fairly progressive, fairly liberal. Um, You know, I, I don't see myself storming the Capitol and being like, Donald Trump, you let Russia steal this election. Like that's people still voted the way they voted. I still trust the process right, that right, the votes right. were what they were. It's just, it's, it's almost unconscionable to imagine what would happen if the rules were reversed. And I truly hope we never see the democratic party, like try to reverse these rules. Like, uh, and, and you know, if, if we do, I would be severely disappointed because I do believe in the fairness of our elections. I don't believe in yeah. voter suppression. I don't think our, no. our elections are fair from that sense, but like, of course to, to me, it, it's, it's, it's impossible to imagine a scenario, like you said, where, whether it was Joe Biden, whether it was, you know, Barack Obama, whether it was Bill Clinton, like any democratic president in history saying like, let's storm the Capitol, let's take our country back. This hasn't happened in the like 200 some years of us electing presidents.
1: Yeah. And I also think, and I, and I want to say, I mean, obviously I don't, uh democrats but i also think most republic i mean most republican presidents also wouldn't do this but i mean even uh, i ha, i ha,
0: i hope so yeah
1: but my thing is i don't know i still think um if it came if it happened and we got to this impeachment process i do think the republicans would um be doing the same thing they're doing now uh, um i don't think it would be as easy cuz it's um like i think it would be with the democrats the democrats would like oh um he did this whatever you know what i mean i think i think it's cuz kind of, it's trump um No, I mean, I don't think it's because Trump. I think it's because that's how the Republicans are. However, I don't think Bush would have, like, if that was, that's the last Republican president, right? I don't think Bush would have, like, um, if he, he... the thing is with trump he did this for four years like if he just like, out of the blue was like stop the steal this would never no one would have showed up like he didn't if he, he right, was george right. bush and george bush at the end was like stop the steal he uh, wasn't there was no energy there was no, this was this is energy like like this is energy that people that he has emboldened and millions of them not all 74 to whatever million but like millions of them because even people that didn't go still believe this like, i know people that believe that the capital storming was wrong but believe that the protest to stop the steal is not wrong like and i'm all down for a protest you can protest you yeah i I think that protest is it asinine because it is and this is like to your point about like right but but go ahead and protest of of course like protest protest um me, I don't know what people do, I guess, but but I, like I do daily, and, and you, so I do don't me. mean I met gay people, but literally, you protest so <laughs> me, and so does Erica. Erica just texted the group saying no one wants to hear from two unseasoned chickens' breasts, so about our, our podcast. So, I hope you're listening. I um, would like everyone to know that I had um chili pepper
0: on my chicken on tonight, here. it was so meat, spicy. So. No, I'm just kidding, but um, well, you wait, know, wait, you're wait, over
1: I, here like, I don't eat food, I don't eat food, <laughs> no, I literally just ate a salad and. Pasta. Anyway, listen, so what I was saying was, um, I don't think I agree with you. I wouldn't be storming the Capitol if this was roles reversed. But I mean, like I will say I did protest like that whole week after. Not, I feel like I protested like seven years after the election, which I mean, I feel like we've been protesting for four years, but mm-hmm. um, there was that wave of protests, right? Oh, like, they always come in waves. And I'm, I will admit, I am a part of that. And friends of mine always laugh like, oh, like, why are you protesting all the fucking time? And I'm like, it's not how it works. But we're not physically protesting for four years it's not going to be a thing right we're not but, always um, out on the
0: street but yeah but no the out on the street too. protest
1: that did happen that i did involve myself in and that but they but i thought about that and i was like wait was that what this is and i was like no i wasn't protesting like take like the election was unfair or i wasn't no, protesting, you weren't like, protesting
0: the, the results yeah, of the election i was protesting
1: it was it was this idea of like i will i we were uh, looking back, I thought he was unfit to be president. I thought he was unfit right. to be president when yeah. he ran for president. So like, that's what the protest was to me. And the protest was to like a party that has been saying no to me and to things I care yeah. about. So like, that's what I was protesting. I don't think I don't even like, I remember the chances like, like, Hey, Hey, Donald Trump has got to go, like, that kind of stuff. But I think, but like, it wasn't like, it wasn't literal. Let's go literal. to the, let's go like, to the wasn't, office like, and let, take him out. No, you know, like, it was <laughs> like, let's like, let's, let's regroup. Let's reorganize. Let's go into 2020. Yeah. I mean, 2020, 16 or 18, 20, 20, yeah. yeah. all that kind of stuff. Like that was, yeah. it was just showing this, showing this, it was, a, it was showing a rejection of him, yeah. but not in a way of like, I, I think that's important. If people don't believe in protests and I don't think every protest is supposed to have some crazy action. I think that that protest in particular was like, no, a big node that there is a whole group of people that don't want you. And I think that's fine to do reversed. Like if if Republicans want to get out and march down Broad Street in Philadelphia and just to protest this, this, go do it. Like I don't get it. And I think it's crazy because I think it's I don't think it adds up. It just doesn't. But Mm -hmm. do it. And yeah, like if you that want to if what... you want to
0: protest based on a complete fallacy, that is absolutely your right to do so. Yeah, yeah but like yeah. It, it's also like in that same token, like what you said, like what what the what the goal of some protest is is to raise awareness. Like, awareness. So if people are driving by you and a bunch of other people that says Donald Trump has got to go, Donald Trump doesn't care about me. Republicans don't want me to get married. They see your signs. They see all these people. They're like. Oh my God, I didn't vote. And these people are like really mad about it. I think I need to vote next time. And that's exactly what happened. We've been protesting for four years because we didn't like this president, which we have every right to do. Like they like Republicans do the same. Go ahead, do the same thing. I bet you in 2018, if Democrats don't mobilize like they did the past four years, we will lose the House and we will have a really tough time keeping the Senate. If they want to go ahead and do that, that is absolutely their right. I just hope that we meet them with the same level of energy
1: yeah oh. and i think that it's something the republican party hasn't really ever seen and I, someone can fact check me on this but i mean like um republicans i don't think really protest like physically like i feel for the most part like I, from what i've from my experience like they I heckled think seen, the other protesters so they're there but, but they're, they're <laughs> yeah but like they would never organize too that's why these people that that I, I think are republicans that were there because but they've been so he, trump has that energy to do that that i think he's turned the party into that maybe which like the passion is like okay but i'm saying like the passion for what they have for and for this specific group of his supporters obviously is is, is volatile and, and scary and clearly both most, most literally and apparently deadly so yeah. i think that that's kind of um the opposite and like when we protested all summer or we protested when Whenever across the country Mike Pence showed up for a speaking engagement or Trump spoke to speak in your city, there was protests because that's allowed to happen. And that doesn't mean like I, I'm telling you, my city does not fucking like you. And like that's, that's, <laughs> right. that is the yeah. point of that protest. Mm-hmm. And the protest is summer where, but the point of was people were literally being murdered. So I just think it's completely um, different. Yeah. And, and, and that for that example, yeah, we were looking for action. Like that is, there, there's an action that needs to be had. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think there's nothing wrong. I think we're all clear on this with, with protesting. But, um, I think when you're protesting in a fashion where you're being told to move somewhere and to um, forced trial by combat. It's a little bit march, And I don't yeah. think that, a mar- yeah, a march into and, something and to And fight stop for something. what we there believe was, in. Oh there was actions. Like all this was super instantly actionable. And I think that's where to your earlier point. Yep. Is please, the, please
0: someone point me it. to the speech where a Black Lives Matter protester <laughs> said, go and destroy those buildings. Please tell me where that happened this yeah. summer. Like I, d- I have people not believe seen that. that. People believe that. You know, yeah. But it is. It, it's, people believe that that's exactly what was happening. And, and that joe biden was the one saying that it's true but that's somebody made this point on twitter i can't remember who and i'm sorry if i'm not giving you credit and it's you and you're watching this which you probably aren't like but to me to me like like somebody said like where in the black lives matter protest this summer did you see a bunch of biden flags <laughs> like like did you, no, you see, see- did, you, did you see a bunch of like kamala harris flags did you see a bunch of Democratic Party flags. At no point did you see any of that. So watching them equate these two protests, number one, one is about the results of a free and fair election. Number two, as you said, one is about police brutality and people getting murdered on camera, which is why it was just such an instant reaction and why there was so many reactions to it and why there was so much anger behind it, because we had Visual proof that this was happening. And there was no visual more. proof that, that, that this election was being stolen. So when we think about legitimacy of protests, of course, were there some people who probably went to that Capitol Hill event, some Republicans who went to the the event, you know, in, on Wednesday, and then they said, "Okay, Trump's done speaking. I'm going to leave now." They took sure. the train back home, of course. Of course, but did we see a majority of people march? Did we see hundreds of people enter the Capitol? Did we see how deep they got into the Capitol? All of these like tunnels and stuff that they were in, these offices that they were in. Like, this was not, you know, anything like that. So I think when we think about incitement and insurrection and we think about like this, this particular reason for impeachment, it feels pretty clear to me. Like we said, this, like we, we started off like kind of this segment of the episode by talking about the speed by which, you know, like this impeachment needs to be accomplished, but in the process by which it needs to be accomplished, but I think it's just important to understand we are talking about completely different things here. So I guess the the other question that a lot of people have asked, and we have kind of started to talk about a little bit, is how many senators are needed to convict? So according to the U.S. Constitution, you need two-thirds in the Senate to impeach. That means we need 67 senators if all of them show up you need two thirds of the people who are present. So if we have some people sit home, maybe we can swing this. But um, so we have 48 Democrats, we have two independents. And we depending on when the vote takes place, and then we have we need to get 17 Republican senators on board. It depends on exactly what time but it's either 16 or 17. I'd love to have 17 just so we have it. So Who do we look to, right? It's like Lisa Murkowski from Alaska. (laughs) It's Mitt Romney from Utah, Susan Collins from Maine, Pat Toomey from Pennsylvania. And Kirk and I are both from there. We don't like this man. Um, Ben Sasse uh, from Nebraska, Chuck Grassley from Iowa, maybe Joni Ernst from Iowa. I mean, Joni Ernst, I believe, is one of the the worst politicians uh, in, in Congress. I just, I have a particular vitriol for her that I haven't been able to suss out. But like, that was what seven, and that's like a generous, like maybe seven or eight. That's like, and yeah, that's like right now. But that's that's right, like right now yeah. when like the attack, like you were saying, Kirk. Like like before this, they're writing off of it. Off, yeah. right? Like they might if, be like, like, oh, they got McConnell, the impeachment, right? He's already gone, like you know, like, it, it's like, it's like, again, like these people aren't necessarily unity, known to unity, their political unity. spine, yeah. you know, like, like Susan Collins is famously quoted as saying after the first impeachment, I think Donald Trump has learned his lesson. Uh, apparently not, Susan, because,
1: uh... <laughs> like... <laughs> it's gonna go for a third before Wednesday. <laughs> yeah, I saw maybe a tweet. we could
0: get one more impeachment in. Uh, I saw maybe... a tweet
1: that, I saw a tweet that was like, again, I wish I could give credit to this person. It was a comedian, I think. And they were like, um... Donald Trump's going for his a third, younger, much hotter impeachment by Wednesday. <laughs> <laughs> oh my but honestly, you might as well go for three. I know why not.
0: Like, but so, but that's the thing. But if McConnell swings, right? Like you're saying. Like we were talking yesterday. Was right. like McConnell was saying he was maybe going to let it happen, and then today he sort of says it wasn't going to happen. But then we're sort of sitting there, and we're like, well, if McConnell swings, you got to think he's bringing five, ten people with him. McConnell's oh, not yeah. going to swing to impeach and convict Trump if without. A massive amount of support, massive enough to get it over the finish line. Like McConnell doesn't do things like that, that takes he doesn't take risks like that, I guess I should say. So if he swings, then yeah, maybe it happens. But or is this whole thing just a ploy for him to say that, like we were saying in the beginning, Democrats are holding up aid, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera? Right. It's pretty tough to get to 67 senators. Of course, we would love to say. The evidence is right there. The evidence is literally on Twitter, like, because it's archived now because Trump is banned. Like, you you can literally watch for yourself, Susan and Lisa, and then you can, like, rally up a couple people who are in the centrist party. Like, if Mitt Romney convicted or voted to impeach the last time, I would assume he's going to vote to impeach this time because it's just way worse. You know, so like, but to me, it's like, can we get 17 on board? I don't know. That seems really difficult. You know, like Tom Tillis narrowly won North Carolina, but now he's elected to another six year term. So is Tom Tillis like worried about taking that political risk right now? I don't know. But they're all just so scared of losing Republican voters and being seen being canceled, frankly, um, you know, on the internet, they're so worried about seeming like they're Republican light or rhinos, as Trump likes to call them. Like they're so worried about losing re-election and losing power that they may just go inside with the base because yeah. they want to keep their position in the Senate. So it's just so it's so interesting, and I don't know how it's going to shake out. I don't know if there's a deal that Biden can sort of like bring, but to me, if we don't convict this guy, like, number one, he can run again. But number two, it just shows that these actions don't have consequences. I mean, these people are already calling this woman who was shot and killed a hero. Like, she stormed into the US Capitol. Of course, like, I don't approve use of lethal force. Like, what did she think was going to happen trying to break into the Senate chambers? Like, that's not your. You can't
1: do that. You know what I mean? Like it's and not- when she got to like not that they were able to talk about this all time, but when she got to when those it wasn't obviously not just her when those hundreds, tens of hundreds of people, whatever, got yeah. to that specific door or window. Door, yeah, door that has a window. He they she they saw what was happening on their side. They saw the secret service with guns. They saw this. This was not like I don't think the gun was pulled out after. Not that it matters, like none of this matters, it doesn't matter, but she then stood, jumped and stood on the window after she right. saw someone point three or two or four people pointing guns. Right. Like be like, like what were you like, why would you do that? Like I don't like it's like pure martyrdom, you know? Yeah, and the hero it, thing is not it, mm-hmm. what is she a
0: hero for? Like it just she's a terrorist. Like it's just like this the whole the whole thing I find so frustrating, you know. It's it's like two <laughs> For the party that loves, you know, police officers and Blue Lives Matter, like an AOC said this on her live last night, yeah, which everyone great. should go watch. It's like, like for like for these people to say Blue Lives Matter and then like just be like, oh, two police officers died, but we don't stand for this type of violence. It's like. The whole thing is just an absolute mess. So, and
1: I think it's it's good to point out, like at the same time, like that's hypocritical. And like, I'm not saying that parts. Uh, actually, I'm going to say this: that the Democrats, like that, the like, right is using the opposite of saying, "Well, now they're taught." Like everyone's like, um, support the police in this situation. It is so wildly different. Like I, w- I can still say, I can literally still say with confidence, even after this, like. Not fuck the police, but defund the police and fuck what the system stands for. Like I will say that for I don't care. that I don't care. But no matter how many police officers die, like that is so wrong. It doesn't mean the system. That that doesn't make me think the system is great. Like I don't think that is. I stand for. Like I do think the police system and a lot of police officers and it it is a whole problem. Um, I don't want to change the fact
0: that they have the largest budget. I
1: don't want them executed. Like what? Like I don't. don't, Like at all. Like that's that's bizarre. (laughs) So I think that um, I'm not like, Oh my God, we need to defend our blue. It's like, no, I'm just like in this, in this specific situation, this person or these people were defending something and mm-hmm. they actually didn't really even do any fucking damage. They didn't kill anybody, but one person. Like, so I don't think it's equatable to be like the Democrats all of a sudden are like caring about police officers. I just think, no, like I'm caring about those people that were doing their job of defending mm-hmm. um. Or just a, a guy getting stormed at. Doing doing their job and totally strapped for resources.
0: I mean, Donald yeah. Trump left police officers out to dry. I yeah. mean, like, the FBI warned that this was happening. The, the, like, there were six requests to the National Guard that all got denied. Like, Donald Trump let these officers die. So, like, I don't know what we're saying about who the party is that believes that, like, police lives matter. You know? I just, like, this the, the whole entire thing is convoluted. It's, like... whole thing is so freaking annoying. It's so, it's just so ridiculous. Like, so we, you know, we've tackled the process of impeachment. We've tackled, you know, like the senators that we need. We've tackled like McConnell's frame of mind. Let's unpack though. Like one thing I think that is important is would impeaching Donald Trump disqualify him from holding office again? This is a question that we got from a couple different people. I can't remember the names off the top of my head. Um, But just if he's convicted by the 67 senators, it does not mean that he cannot run for public office again. It has to be if there's a bar, like an official bar from holding any office. For that, you only need a simple majority. You only need 51 people to say that this is part of the consequences. So he needs to be convicted with 67 votes, but he only needs 51 votes to say, the penalty is you cannot hold office again. I have to imagine that any Republican would say, we're going to impeach you we're going to convict you we might as well oh, so just say you can't run again so that's after
1: so then you revote. Right. yeah so, so like but the, all you would it's really need is a rounding.
0: re-vote. i, I mean I, I don't know if it's necessarily it's a like revote. A... it's like it's like the consequences of the action so it's it's you get the 67 impeach convict but what are the actual the consequences charges, of the I convict guess. exactly yeah. like what what are, what, are, what are the actual like consequences of the conviction and that could like... be that he can't hold office again
1: Right, and you have to imagine if it is 51 votes that you would get that because you would just need Mitt Romney at that point. I mean, we're, hypothetically, right?
0: I mean, right, like, so we would have 50, right? You need one person. Like, hopefully Joe Manchin would say, yeah, I don't want this guy to run again either. Like, what does Joe Manchin care in West Virginia? And then you also, like, hopefully- But he has
1: to be, and he has to be convicted and then that happens. So it's the consequence of the conviction.
0: Yes, exactly, exactly. So I guess it is a subsequent vote, I don't know. I don't know if it happens like simultaneously though, or if it just like kind of goes through the process. Mm-hmm. So I think we'll we will learn a lot about this for sure. Um, and then I guess like again, we I think we've talked about it. We talked a little bit about like accountability, like we've talked about like additional violence, like like w- this. Th- I don't know. Like I just want to speak about the importance of this a little bit. And I don't know if you have any additional thoughts. Like I feel like we laid out the importance of this a lot, but you know, kind of like for for the, to, me, to me for this to like go unpunished like like what what happens next like what what happens with like any other president like Donald Trump right. has committed right. more crimes than any president in history he's had more of his cabinet officials more of his appointed officials his representatives he's had all these people face these charges like like when you look at the convictions and who these people are associated with and the work that they've done, again, now Mike Flynn is like a hero for the for the Republicans. But when you look at all of these people and you look at all of, like when you, when you look at the track record of the Trump Organization, like by far, it's gonna be like the most pardons ever and it's gonna be the most crimes mm-hmm. ever, like, and the most convictions ever. And to me, it's like, if we don't do this after all, all of this, if we can't even agree to impeach a president like this, like, what are we doing? Like, like what, what is, what is, what is the next? Does it actually take the president holding a gun and shooting someone in the middle of fifth Avenue for no reason? Well, like, what does and it, what take? Is it yeah.
1: And what does it say to people like people like him that want to run for president, like yeah. I think, like and he's not, he is an anomaly, but he's also not. Like there mm-hmm. can be someone else that's going to come up, and there is a whole now an audience waiting for a new leader. Um, I mean, Trump will still be their leader, but I think from like a from like a political from someone with yeah. power. Yeah, and yeah position, his, his name's Don Jr. Right, <laughs> but like, well, exactly. That's another thing. Like, they need to be. I'm quite honest, and they need to be held accountable legally mm-hmm. for this as well. And mm-hmm. they should be anyone in that back tent fucking dancing with Kimberly Guilfoyle should be held accountable for this. Mm-hmm. Like I, every single one should be accountable. And um, I think, it, yeah, it says, what does it say for that? That's why when I go back to like Bill Clinton and I'm not saying that wasn't important, it was um, it it held. a it, it shows you can't do that. You can't do something like that when you're in a position of power. Were. Right, Like you can't do that. So, so we're not going to allow this happen. And this is because it's wrong. And because now we don't want other people to do this. And like, mm-hmm. that's li- and like, I can't even believe I'm explaining that. I, say, I feel like I'm talking to a two-year-old. Like I literally, that's something I learned when I was- You have to sit in timeout so that you can't incite a riot again. <laughs> this is literally, I like felt like I always just, like, am I talking to my niece? Like that is really what that just felt like. like I, I learned that when I was two. And yeah. that is what we're trying to get people to. It's quite simple. Mm-hmm. Um. And who knows what's going to happen? But I think it's that is my that is my most, um, I think that's the most important thing for the country is to just hold someone accountable that did something, regardless if now most people think impeachment means leaving from office and will already be left from office. It doesn't matter. It's still need, this person did this to this country and they need to be held accountable. That's like saying if time run out and we didn't get to... Um, I try to think of someone that did, I don't know, gives um hold someone accountable for what they did. I don't know, I'm giving a bad example, but I I, I don't I know. Was, I mean you could like, like look at a, 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 maybe Obama's war crimes, you could look at uh, you know,
0: Bush's war crimes, you could look at anyone in history, out. you know, like we're we're pretty bad <laughs> yeah, course, on the, the we're bad on military that. side of things, but
1: <laughs> you're right, but I think it's it's an accountability thing and it needs to
0: it is, yeah. It it has to say to Ted Cruz. It has to say to Josh Halley. That's another point to so all those people to, too. Oh my God! Like like this, you know, this gun toting Lauren Boebert or this, you know, the the queen of censorship, Marjorie, whatever her name is from Georgia. Queen. Like like it just like like if we wacko. don't tell these people that this type of behavior is not accepted in our government, then we are saying. We are we are inviting them. Let me say to do way worse, to do way worse, and nobody cool. wants to see that. Nobody wants to see that. Especially all these people. If they denounce the violence, if they denounce the, the 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 actions of all these people, like then you should denounce the people who are literally Donald Trump light and more. You know, like we talk about that. What's her name? Lauren Witzky, the one who like got thirty seven percent of the vote in Delaware. you know, like. Oh my her- God her whole entire feed is just like trump retweets and like radical left and socialism and communism and it's like it's like these people are not elected officials they do not resent no like represent the majority of americans i don't believe at this point they they represent the majority of the dem the republican party i still believe the republican party is like split in two and i'm like we just have to have some like sensible conversations, I feel like, you know, like, if there's additional violence in the capital, like and Natalia asked this, you know, like, if there's, if there's additional violence in the capital, like, what do we do? Like, what does this happen? Like, how do we get more people on our side? Do we keep these people? Or do we just have short term memories and just move on? You know, it's like, it, I don't know. And, and, you now have like two trumps of somebody who says he you know he the statement his statements were totally appropriate he didn't do anything wrong and then you have denounce all violence stay home don't go anywhere it's like you have these two competing priorities these two competing messages and now you have this whole issue with now like free speech on the internet that i'm sure we'll get into on another episode of this but it's like if there's more violence will you see more of these people like Lauren Boebert or these people like, you know, uh, Lauren Witzke? Will you see these, these, you know, people like uh, Jim Jordan? Ugh. Like, will you see, I, I can't even say his name. Like, will you see people like Marco Rubio, people like Ted Cruz? Like, will you see them really stand by? Like even Kevin McCarthy in the house. It's like, will these people just stand by and watch it all happen again or will they have some gusto you know if a second attack happens or are they going to continue to make racist attacks and compare it to the black lives matter movement i don't
1: know i don't know you'd also think that it would be in the republican party's best interest to impeach him like that's why i also don't understand either like i think it would probably or convict him i think it would be in the party's but he's gone like there's there's what do you like the the that, that The radical group or whatever you want to call it, however, whoever it is, it, um, the Trumpers that you think, they they think there's a separation. So they're not going to like you anyway. Like they're not, like they're not mm-hmm. going to like you anyway. So it's like, why are you then going to, like, I think you need to just do better like this. And I think that's why, I think that's why Mr. Just do it. Yeah. doing yeah. what he's doing. I think it's why he's saying what he's saying, because he's like, okay, well, this dude has no more power. So it's like, I, like, I'm still here. He's not, let's keep, let's, let's get the party back to where it was or should be, whatever they believe that is. But so that's why I don't understand I think it'd be, it's a very easy decision in, in that if that's what their goal is too. Um mm-hmm. and to your point and if this were to happen this just keep like can it, like this would send a signal to people that this can just keep happening.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um I and mean I still shouldn't? think I still think yeah. things could still happen regardless of this man is impeached. I think things could right. happen tonight tomorrow the next night like I, I think we should all be aware of that mm-hmm. regardless of how Trump is treated because not if just yeah. yeah, no, these people don't care about that. They don't care that he's put a video out. Cause you know what? I, I haven't I haven't looked and if Andrew was here, he would be able to tell us. But <laughs> I'm sure on all those deep wherever they are now because they're not in parlor, I don't know if they're like if if, if the guy who created Ix, Xanga if Xanga is back is that where they are? Like I think. Do they like, have a group chat somewhere? Like wherever <laughs> they are, like they are all like oh look. I, I, I this is all I envisioned when I was watching his video today. They're all just like oh he's he's just doing this to save face. Like he really wants us to do it for him still. Hmm. Like I believe that they still believe that. And the and statement think- was an exclusive on Fox
0: News like the, the 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 video that he put oh, before out before they had shared it yeah like why Ew. why did they i thought he was shitting like on a music video completely. what the fuck i know it's like yeah like taylor Swift is only streaming on uh, apple music it's like donald trump is only appearing on fox news number I mean, one that's like the only true. interviews he was taking anyway but like number two it's like why like why can't you just like like, why, why can't you just like release the statement to people? Like, what is the, about the exclusionness of Fox News? Like the whole thing is just a mess, you know? It's like wild. it but again, how are they communicating right now? How are they organizing? Like, I don't know. Do these people have personal phone numbers? Like I just, it it is very scary and it's very dangerous and i hope that the fbi has in the cia have then homeland security have better ways to track this stuff you know now that it's not as public anymore and and again i'm not a somebody who's thrilled with like the the twitter bans i i have a lot of thoughts yeah. on that that i haven't really put out publicly yet i'm not I'm not saying that like Trump shouldn't have been banned. I'm just saying that like, I have a lot of other like, I feel like there's some nuance here and there's some nuance in this argument that we're completely missing. But like, I just like, like how are they organizing now? What level of visibility do they have? Because like, I mean, we didn't hear don't know anything what the really. FBI for a long time, you know, and then when the FBI finally came out and started talking about domestic terror, all of a sudden the FBI was run by libs. It's literally what we heard from the Trump administration, like the, the FBI could not be trusted. And it's like this man has attacked every facet of our government, even the ones that work for him. So, like, why would Republicans not just vote to in, impeach and convict impeach. him? It's better for all of them. And then what is Don Jr. going to run as a Republican after his father was impeached and left in disgrace? I mean, maybe, but like, is he gonna win? Hopefully not. Like, it's yeah, there's,
1: there's so know, much. Chris, there's gotta be some repercussions for them where we can get them to not be able to run. Oh my god! <laughs> I'm I not know. as concerned. I don't think that seriously. Like, I think that I think someone will run, but I don't know if it'll like be. Um, I just, I also think like a lot of people know that his children are idiots. I mean, I also a lot don't of have the shouldn't. charisma and the they could walk they could i guess like ride it i guess don jr kind of is him like i could see him doing it but like i can't like laura lee who was running who wants to run north carolina like (laughs) who the fuck are you yeah i know ivanka
0: moving to florida because she wants to run too (laughs) like i can't wait i'll move down there just to vote against her yes But, oh my God! I you know. Any other comments on impeachment or kind of final thoughts?
1: Yeah, I one thing I wanted to say, I think it's like, and for me, it's almost like an action item. Same thing, like, and I'm. This is a question because you would know better than I do, probably. But like, or maybe we don't, but maybe we think we should do it. Should we should maybe then be contacting our senators between now and then to like share our feelings on why yeah. we think especially those who have republican senators to be like i want you to not in so many words but if you want to write a short email like i want you to convict president trump like, I, I i wonder if that will maybe it might be an interesting way of doing it i think because we do that a lot for other things but i wonder if this falls under that category of should we be mobilizing towards um towards our leaders especially our republican leaders and the democrat everyone just saying like this is how we feel we, we want you to yeah. convict him yeah.
0: I mean, I think it's proof that like the protests that we organized on Instagram have some impact. And when we all do it together, you know, I'm not saying my petition impacted it, but like all of our little petitions together and all yeah. of us writing letters together, all of us protesting together, that moves things. All of us engage engaging in the civic process, that moves people. That's the point mountains like and and you know if you speak up if you participate in polls if you tell your elected officials what you believe and what you don't believe they will change i mean oh yeah the mitt romney that we are seeing today is not it's the so same different. mitt romney that ran for president in 2012 and that's because a lot of people in utah said that they were fed up i don't know who his counterpart is in utah but i know that there were people i have friends in utah who i know were petitioning to romney constantly i know that he's always been put on for political pressure as sort of like a moderate republican that that he's somebody that we can sway even susan collins for all the shit that i've talked on her on this podcast on instagram live all the times i've donated against her campaign lisa murkowski same thing You know, it's like, like we call on these people because we say like, you are better than this. Like, we know this isn't where you come from. I mean, Susan Collins won with bipartisan support in Maine and, and absolutely demolished Sarah Gideon. Like, but Maine voters, don't stand for this stuff so yeah we absolutely have to keep putting pressure on this on our elected officials we absolutely have to keep putting pressure even on our house representatives because we need them to still talk, talk to their audience too and we have to be loud on social media too even though it sometimes feels like it's a vacuum because whether it's like kirk you said it's you on a like on Broad Street in Philadelphia, when everybody's just like, I'm happy the election is over with, it sucks that Donald Trump won, but you're saying no, this is not okay. Every little bit of protest that we do matters. Like I didn't go to any Black Lives Matter protest this summer for fear of coronavirus. But did I stay home and organize digitally? Yes. Did ways? I try to yeah. amass an Instagram following and raise funds for different causes? Like, yes, there's all things that all of us can do, even if we're in the reddest of red districts. And we can contact people from... Uh, out of state, you know, that's the best part. We can give to campaigns out of state, we can fund organizations from other states. So yeah, there's so much that we can do. And I'll make sure that I release a petition, you know, at some point within the next few weeks demanding that the Republican senators, I mean, we need 17, let's ask them to be part of the immaculate 17. (laughs) The immaculate 17, like our Catholic roots would say, you know, so it's just there's there's so much more to do, and we have to keep doing it. So it is a good action item. And I think it's a good one to close
1: on cool
0: well this has been another episode of let's unpack that and andrew and erica if you're listening i'm i'm sorry but you've you're officially fired. Been, you're fired yeah <laughs> you're, fi- been you're fired.
1: you've been impeached. you've been fired and this is the conviction we've convicted yeah, them you, this
0: is the conviction you're fired you've been impeached you're banned from twitter you're banned from the podcast you are being censored on pinterest and um you're gone so yeah these are your repercussions. Mm -hmm. You may never hold office again, but Andrew, we still need you to edit this episode. So thanks. Well, Kirk, thank you for joining. And uh, for all of you who are watching on Instagram, thank you so much. I hope that this was fun and enjoyable for you. Um, We do release episodes of this podcast um, every week, although we are taking a quick break sort of in the middle of the winter here. Um, But you can find that on um, Apple Podcasts and Spotify. And if anyone wants to give me instructions on how to get it on Google Play, I would do it there too. It's just been pure laziness (laughs) the the listens are good enough on the two platforms so um but kirk thank you as always for joining and everybody if you have any questions leave us a like comment review hate mail whatever we're happy to take it so please all right thank you all so much